Yeah, so this is amazing just to think that our, our new life I is in this realm. And, and in, the, in the kingdom of God, so there's different, the law of the physics, the way you know them, have been surpassed, you know, because like Jesus is feeding 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish, you know. This is not what we, uh, on earth, we experience n naturally, you know. In a, this is supernatural. In the kingdom, there's access to this supernatural. Remember the, the story in two kings with uh, the, the widow. She only has like a little bit of oil. And they said, take all the jars and just fill it. So with a little bit of oil, she can actually pour in all the jars. So this, this is what I'm talking about when uh, we talk about the kingdom of God, right? And this is accessible for all of us, for all of us. And even in the workplace, it may not be what we experience every day. You know, sometimes some of us, and I've had that one time, remember, was just, it was just this place that it was so unhealthy that I, I remember going to work with pain in my belly, you know. So sometimes it can be really hurtful. Sometimes you feel like you, you're afraid. So there's a lot of things that can happen. There can be conflicts. That, that there's someone that may be even willing <laughs> to do your destruction. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen in the workplace. But I want really today to encourage you that we actually can live in the kingdom of God in the workplace with this in environment. This is available for us, and it's available for us now. Isn't it exciting? Huh? So I'm going to present three principles to, to be able to access this kingdom in our workplace. Uh, and these principles, they're actually applicable for the way we spend our money, the way we save, the way we give. So it will be the same principle as well. But I'm going to focus more on, on the workplace. Probably because it's an area where perhaps we preach a lot less uh, in churches. So I thought it's, uh, it's an opportunity uh, uh, today to, to go through. First principle is to do it for God, for our king. That's it. He's, he's our king. So when we go to work every day, we actually, it's about committing your day to your Lord. You actually do it for for him. And sometimes I have, uh, when I, I pray, sometimes when I pray specifically for work, I actually say to myself, I'm, I'm going to have a meeting with my boss. Because <laughs> he's my CEO. At work, God is actually my CEO. So I'm meeting my boss, taking notes, praying, asking for instruction. So, and I want this uh, scripture in Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Another one in Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. When we are going at work, we are actually working for the Lord. This is, uh, this is amazing. Yeah. And then when the uh, amazing thing, when we serve our king, so we bring what we have and he actually transforms it. He blesses, he multiplies. Remember the 5,000 fed with five uh, lower feet? This is what this is about, you know. When we do our work, we actually bring what we've got to God. And when we, we do that in serving him, he actually does his work. He actually works in the supernatural. This actually is the access, you know, for the multiplication. So it's just amazing. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 12 to 14, 
The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. We actually in the workplace serving God, and this is what it will do. It will send rain. Sometimes you may be in a place where you feel dry, where you feel it's not much happening here. It will send rain in your workplace. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord God. And eight years ago, when I was a, I was an employee in a, a large company, and, uh, and God spoke to me and said, I want you to get out and start your consulting business. I said, ah, what? I felt so scared, and I, and I don't know why I asked. I need a name. And he said, footprint. I want you to bring my footprint. A couple of months later, I was starting my business, and then I had all the spending. You know, normally you don't buy your computer and everything. And stuff. I have all these setup costs. And I remember one day I was just counting all these setup costs, and I said, ah, oh, it would be nice to have a contract to cover all that. The following day, I had a, a meeting with a, a lunch, actually, with a, a businessman. And we were talking, and he said to me, Catherine, I feel like God wants me to give you a contract for this amount. We, didn't we haven't talked about work. I haven't talked about my setting costs. It was exactly the same amount. <laughs> Hallelujah. God, God is amazing. I remember, I must have feel stupid. I felt like my, I couldn't close my mouth. I was just like that. My, my teeth ran out. I don't know <laughs> how I was looking. But I was just amazed. And this is, God is sending rain. God is sending rain. Oh, it's just amazing. And I had many, many, many examples like that. Four times God asked me when I, I didn't have enough work. He told me, sometimes just a little voice says, uh, and I, just I hear, he said, call Tony. He has work for you. Four times in two years, he asked me to call Tony. He has work for you. And I called Tony. He said, oh, I'm so surprised you called me. I have work for you. <laughs> the, the fourth time, he said, Catherine, are you psychic or what? <laughs> he got scared of me. But he knows I'm a believer, you know. And later on, I actually prayed for Tony. He had some health issues, and uh, I shared my God uh, with him. So, th so this is how God works, really. He, sa he sends rain. And he serves, you know, as we serve God, he will bless the works of our hands. We just give what we can, you know, and God just transforms it. And we know that God can do immeasurably more than what we can ask or imagine. Isn't that exciting? Uh, when God actually works in a supernatural world, we actually bring our bit and then he just transforms it. It's something that can just be amazing, that can be just, we can be blown away by what God is doing. You know, we bring our bit, we bring a little bit of oil, and he just pours the jars. This, this is what he does. It's just so exciting. And you can see the life of Joseph. So Joseph, and in uh, Genesis 29, verse 2 to 4, the Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, 
Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything, his everything he owned. You know, but because he saw that Joseph had favor, everything was touching, was just successful. You know, it's amazing. He was in a, a prison. He was a foreigner. He went in prison. And then after he, he went at the head, you know, he was uh, just second in charge in Egypt. This is what God can do. You know, this, this is accessible for us as well. And the last thing as well in the, in, in the verse, it's a, and as we serve, he makes us the head and not the tail. This doesn't mean that we all need to be CEO where we are. Huh? I'm not talking about that. It's actually uh, we can all have influence in our workplace. Wherever we are, we can all influence and shape actually our workplace. And you take the example of Paul. So it's in Act uh, 27, you know, the, when Paul was uh, as a prisoner going to Rome uh, to give his uh, testimony. And he, he was just on this boat. And uh, he knew because uh, God told him that the boat would be shipwrecked and nobody was the start was listening to him. And then at some point when they start to really even put out of board all the equipment of the boat and they were all completely, they've lost hope, they're starting to, to listen to, uh, to Paul. And actually the Lord said that I will give you the life. He said, you need to go to Rome and testify, and I will give you the lives of all those who are traveling with you. It's amazing. And even the captain of the boat was actually listening to Paul for instruction. So the prisoner was arriving in chains in the boat. He was actually giving instruction to the captain. This is amazing. And in our workplace, in our workplace, when we arrive and we carry the presence of God, we have this ability to transform lives. We have this ability to shift atmosphere. When you arrive in a meeting room, you sometimes you sense, sense the pressure, the stress, you know. And when you enter in the room, knowing that you're not alone, you're actually entering with God. You know, your daddy is with you. Because he said, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. He's always with us. And the more we are aware of God being with us, the more we have the ability to, to host his presence and to reshake the atmosphere, to rechange the place, to, and people will be impacted. When you go to work knowing that actually people will be blessed, lives will be saved because I'm going to this workplace. The destiny of the organization will change because of your presence. And la last week, a bit emotional, last week I've studied an assignment the Lord, every day I go, he said, there's one life to be saved. So I'm, I'm focusing, the work is quite demanding, uh, but I keep having that in mind. I just can't go out of my head, because God has sent me there as well, not only to work, and then say there's one life to save. It just stay on me, and I know, and I know there's one life needs to be saved. So when we are at work, it's important to keep our antenna because we actually got hands, got heart, got feet. And we actually, even if we do our work, there's life to be saved. And he's sending us to that. When we study, we go to school, high school or whatever, there's life to be saved. There's someone that needs a word of encouragement. Just need to hear that they are worthy. 
they need to hear that that matter. They need to hear that they are loved. And this is what we do. We change lives by bringing God's presence, by bringing his word. Hallelujah. Amen. The second principle is, is to do it with God. So we do it for God and we do it with God. And there's one verse that, that I just love and helped me so much uh, at work. It's uh, Isaiah 42, verse 16. And we lead the blind by way they have not known. Along unfamiliar path, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the right places smooth. These are the things that we'll do. I will not forsake them. I just love that because I can tell you sometimes I feel like I'm blind. <laughs> so it's just so complex. I just don't know what to decide. And, uh, and knowing, knowing that God is actually leading the blind, knowing that God will actually show me how to make the right decision, I, I just, just bring so much comfort with me. And I know as well that God is actually turning the darkness into light before me. Even, even last week, even last week I had this uh, experience of God turning the darkness into light before me. I was going to, to Wollongong for a few meetings and um, the afternoon meeting was very important for my, for my project. And I, when I arrived in the morning, I've been told, actually, you're not invited for the afternoon. You know how you feel? Rejected. Oh, <laughs> it's, I felt, and I was ready to go through that path. Oh, perhaps, you know, and who, who has said I'm not invited? And you can stop thinking, you know, and going down this spiral when you kind of really, and I just said, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go back to God force myself back into his will and say, God, you are the one who decides if I go to this meeting or if I don't go. It's up to you, God. Have your ways in Jesus' mighty name. So I arrived to my first meeting and um, I put the, my hotspot to have internet. And when I left the meeting, I received a, a text. Uh, Hi, Catherine, you are in the building. Signed John. I didn't know which John it was. And John, John arrived when I finished meeting. He said, ah, Catherine, and I haven't seen John for eight years. And he actually doesn't work in this building. He was visiting. And he said he was going to the meeting in the afternoon. He said, do you want to come? I said, yes, okay. I will check and I will. He invited me. So I got the invites. So what I'm saying, this is how it's, it looks like a small thing. But it actually expressed a principle. We always have the opportunity to go down. Or who has decided not to invite me? And just be really in the negative. Or you can say, it's actually God who rules. It's actually God who reigns in my life. He reigns in my workplace. And this is what's going to happen. If God wants me to have this promotion, I will get this promotion. But it will be done. It's not man that will choose me. It's actually God that will choose me to do this path. So actually, there's less pressure. Because that if he doesn't want, it's probably not because I shouldn't, I just shouldn't be there. So it takes the pressure out. And only what is built on core values as Jesus as Lord can stand. I just love that. No, we just can't pursue wealth for wealth. You know, we just can't go that. Uh, we just go directly. We need to really pursue God. Pursue God. Do things for him. And in Matt, Matthew 7, verse 27 to 24 to 27, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice 
is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine does not put them into practice. And it's like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the stream rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house. And uh, it felt like a great crash. So, but when we, what we do, it's built on Christ, it's built on his foundation, on his words, it's actually solid and it stands. So it's so encouraging. And God can give us very specific instruction. And, uh, and, and many times I, uh, I had some really specific instruction, even in areas you might think it's quite complex, you know. Even if you have like a very uh, complex spreadsheet, actually God is on top of all that as well. You know, so sometimes when it's a specific area, I said, oh, probably I won't ask him that. <laughs> but it's actually on top of everything, you know, it's just, and I remember I was, uh, during the GFC, I was heading a, a business unit in a, in a large uh, company. And, and they asked me, said, you need to get rid of 20% of your, of your team. I said, oh, and I want names. And I was thinking, Praying, I was praying to have names, you know, I just, okay, yeah, this is the way it is, you know, it's very, we need to uh, reduce the cost by 20% overhead, and uh, so I was praying, and then the God didn't give me the names, you know, and I was saying, God, what's happening? And then he said, keep them all, and then he went for nearly a couple of hours. At some point, I got annoyed, I opened my computer, I showed the spreadsheet, said, God, this is it, we can't, okay, we can't, we can't keep them all and I was starting <laughs> and he said you can actually share the workload you can all actually reduce uh, the time that you spend and uh, and share the workload and you keep them all and I said I didn't think about that because the company nobody was actually this wasn't the instruction so well, I didn't I wasn't thinking this way so when I told my my boss that oh, this is the plan I'm going to ask everybody if they want to share the work and go part time and uh, yeah and this is um, basically my, 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 he wasn't happy at all. He said, this is not the way we do it. But then uh, he let me do it and uh, it actually happened this way. Everybody actually kept the jobs. And this was amazing because not only we kept the job, this was important for the, for the company, but also we actually, they put uh, our stories on the, yeah, on the internal journal. So it's uh, just amazing how God works. And uh, the third principle is resist the devil. Resist the devil because uh, the devil, especially when there's things are, are going well, you know, he, he just wants to be around in James 4, 7. Submit yourself then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So this, this is important because at work sometimes we, yeah, there's some uh, obstacles that we encounter, things that uh, we don't know how to, to do that. Even if, some, I'm always amazed because normally I know that the life that, uh, the life that God has prepared for us is actually a life that we normally can't live in the natural because it's a life that needs to be lived with this supernatural power. So, huh? it's a, but still, when I have things that just at work, I see like a mountain, I see things I can't overcome. My first thought, it's not ah oh, great because God is going to do some great work, you know. It's not my first thought. My first thought, I feel overwhelmed, discouraged. And then I realized, I need actually to force me back into a realm of faith. 
where actually, actually God is actually can do some work. He can overcome because he has overcome. He has overcome already. So it's really that this really trying to really put us back into, uh, into his realm. The other thing is, especially at work, there's a risk of either being pride or either being afraid of failing. Uh, there's there's these, these two sometimes uh, when, when we're doing really well and sometimes we can start well, you know, God helping us, we do it for him. And then it's going so well that pride can come back and, uh, and this, then we become at risk. It's actually bringing the devil, the enemy at our table. Just, uh, and, and the other thing is uh, when it's going really bad, this fear of failing just can come as well. And th the thing is, What's important is, uh, it's actually a revelation that God gave me uh, that because I was probably at risk in this areas. And uh, one day I was, I was just, there's a series on events that, events that happened that was so hard. I felt I was not only failing, I felt I was a failure. <laughs> I just felt nearly in my bones, I felt inside me. And uh, I remember that day, just uh, was terrible. And the same, the following night, I woke up talking. It only happened to me once. I'm not that weird. Huh? Just <laughs> and uh, I woke up talking. And when I talk, I, I, I said, if you take the failure personally, you will take the success personally. Uh, I was actually putting my identity in actually what I was going to accomplish. You know? And it's important because it belongs to God. We bring our bit, we do our work, and it's God who actually brings the results. It's God that's what he can bring. And it's not about us. You know, it's, it's not about us. And so it's much easier, much easier. And, um, and then the uh, last thing is uh, spiritual oppression. So they, they will have some, especially the spirit of poverty. Uh, some, some speech like that, and, uh, and the spirit of poverty is actually attached 